0: Get some insights in the news shaping the markets, and for that, we welcome in Kevin Gordon, senior investment research manager of Charles Schwab, here in person every Monday. Nice to see you. Good to see you. Hope you had a nice holiday weekend. Um, So we have a busy week ahead. Mm. Um, The first thing I, I was saying to you was that we're doing so well in November. I mean, when I was looking at the down, it's down. It feels like a horrible year, right? And the s and is down 15%. But the Dow was down just over 5% for the year. And the recent rally, you're saying about the market breadth, that's what you're watching. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, well, it's been um, highly reminiscent, actually, of what we saw mid-June through mid-August, where you started to see, that was the first time that we had breached that 90% threshold where uh, more than 90% of stocks in the S&P 500 were trading above their 50-day moving average. Historically, a pretty important breadth signal. Um, and at least, you know, in a, in a bear market like that one, associated with the financial crisis. Once we hit that threshold in May of 2009, it actually confirmed that the market did bottom in March of that year, and then we were set for a new bull market. The rub this year is that once we hit that in June, we knew that after that, uh, you know, we made a new low uh, a couple months after, but we just reached that again last week. So it's an important threshold to watch, especially in conjunction with other breadth statistics that, at least in our view, haven't yet given us enough confirmation that you've probably seen at least a start to a new bull market. And one of the ones uh, that we've been watching is, number of new 52-week highs for the market. You're actually seeing um, a lower number, even if you just shorten it to, you know, Mm -hmm. 20-week or four-week, lower percentage of of members that are doing that uh, versus what we saw in June. So you're still getting mixed signals, not to mention the fact that you're getting um, much more mixed signals on something like behavioral sentiment, whether it's the put-call ratio or fund flows. Put-call would tell you that we're getting near more capitulation because we've seen some pretty massive spikes recently. Something like fund flows would not tell you we're there yet because you still have very strong equity flows, uh, into equity ETFs this year, um, rivaling what we saw in 20, uh, 2019. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's still mixed signals, but I would say that, you know, one of the more important things to keep an eye on is leadership. You had mentioned the Dow. Um, yeah. That's just something that's giving us more of an indication that value-oriented leadership is probably going to stick a little bit more coming out of this bear market. Yeah. Um, and with the Dow being down 6% this year versus something like the S&P, closer to 15%, uh, it's a pretty telling signal.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. And tech's been under pressure, but um, Liz Ann Saunders, our own Liz and Saunders, who you- who you work so closely with, um, you know, she posted that seeing all those names above the 50-day moving yeah. average, also materials being yeah. such a great sector, right? I mean, that just tells you a story, doesn't yeah. it? It's
1: been one of the leading sectors in this rally since yeah. early October, early to mid-October, which was mm-hmm. not the case at all, June through August. And actually right. June through August, that was much more of a reversion trade. So all the high volatility, high beta stocks that got crushed in the first half of the year from yeah. January to June, almost perfectly to a point, um, those had reversed higher from June to mid-August, not the case what we're seeing today. So yeah, to the extent that you're getting more value-oriented leadership, I think it's a healthier thing. But I also think if it's a reflection of a little bit of a hotter inflationary environment, us settling in a, in a higher range probably is not good from the perspective of the Fed.
0: I also, as, we, as you talk about the Fed, you said that labor is really going to be a key element on whether or not we have a recession or soft landing. Yeah. I mean, that's such a, and productivity, labor and productivity on your mind. Tell me that, about that. That
1: is the key um, and yeah. it's apt because we get the jobs report this this Friday. Yeah. Um, but I think that if you're looking at the conditions of the labor market and how strong, relatively strong they've been this year, still net new job creation on the monthly basis, a couple hundred thousand. That average is coming down, but it's still pretty strong. People yeah. still have incomes. That's the, that's the consistent factor. What worries me a little bit more is if we start to see more wide scale job loss, once you lose that income growth. A lot of people in drawing down their savings and racking up credit card bills have been able to sustain spending that way. That's why you've seen consumption this year hold up pretty well. Once you lose that income, especially in higher inflationary times, that's I think when you get the largest risk to the economy itself. Um, And that's why I think, you know, from our perspective and what we're gonna write about, our, our outlook for 2023 is being published later today. But one of the things that we cover and have been covering over the past few months is if you do lose that income component, and job layoffs start to pick up even more. How much does that become wide, wide scale for the broader economy? Mm-hmm. And can the Fed really manage bringing down inflation without causing a recession? Um, it's just a really tough needle to thread. And we we wouldn't really be on the side of them avoiding a recession, just given how much weakness you're starting to see under the surface already with the labor market.
0: And what's the big picture for investors at this point? And we'll be getting more on housing yeah. this week, prices and uh, and some uh, prints on home sales. But I think the big picture is that we've gotten mixed. You know. THE PRICES CAME DOWN AND THINGS STARTED TO SLOW, BUT THE LAST MONTH WAS DIFFERENT. YOU KNOW, THE LAST REPORTS SHOWED MORTGAGE APPS BACK UP, PRICES WERE CREEPING BACK UP.
1: I do think, from a sales perspective, maybe we're nearing a trough. I mean, you've, you've seen such a significant yeah. decline, whether it's new home sales or existing, anywhere from 30 to 40 percent. Um, and the monthly debt has been pretty, pretty erratic. Um, so you have to keep that in mind too, looking at it with a, you know, a bit of a longer-term lens. Um, but the next domino to fall for housing is more on the pricing side, and that yeah. I think is where the inflationary pressure for the, for the Fed is. They're really expecting it to come down and see some easing. You're starting to see a little bit of it, but I think it's too soon a little bit to call a definitive trend. But that's why. Labor is so important because I think right. one of the reasons housing has been able to held up, hold up relatively well—you um, know, sentiment has collapsed and sales, as we talked about, have collapsed. But the reason that prices haven't completely fallen through the floor, I think, is because of the strength of the labor market. Um, so yeah, again, and
0: people, ha- and the demand's still there. I mean, yeah. they have jobs and so they're spending. Uh, the part that ner- makes me very nervous is how much people are using their credit cards. Yeah. And as rates are on the rise, their credit card debt is going to exponentially grow right. because they won't be able to pay off the credit. Card, and if you have 20% plus on that credit card, um, interest rate. What's the final thought for investors now at this point between now and the end of the year? You know, we're around 4,000 in the SP. Yeah,
1: you know, I'd say don't get caught up too much in what the. Well, first of all, our advice hasn't changed in terms of following high quality. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know it's still become a cliche, but smaller percentage of companies having up positive earnings revisions. Now you're right. seeing aggregate earnings growths really start to roll over. We still think that estimates for 23 are probably too high. So as that compresses, mm. starts to come down a little bit, and you see what we would expect to be more weakness in the, in the jobs market, yeah. then you really want to just be hugging the areas that we've been hugging for the past year. There will be a time to move down the quality spectrum, and then you can sort of get into areas that are more highly levered to the economy, but we just don't really see that at this point.
0: And we've had a couple of big stories. You have BlockFi now, you know, going for chapter 11 on the heels of the FTX bankruptcy. And we know that there's going to be fallout, right? There's going to be, we don't know exactly who will be the beneficiaries or who will pay the price, but here's one. This was one, Voyager was one we were talking about. So um, I think that's one story. That's definitely a big one. Um, Oil right now, $75 the barrel. Yeah. You know, we're in a
1: seasonally weak period for oil, um, which also, you know, compounded by the fact that we've got now news out of China, what that really means for global demand. Uh, So, but I think, you know, oil hovering in this range relative to what we saw maybe five years preceding the pandemic, it's a lot higher. Um, So, you know, still inflationary, uh, but just rate of change, that's definitely taken a leg lower.
0: How about spending? I mean, I got (laughs) to go, but spending on Black Friday, nine, it was like nine billion. It was the record Black Friday.
1: Yeah. I I mean, you got to inflation adjust it, but still, yeah, I mean, nominal strength, that is, that's the story. Nominal income is strong, nominal spending is strong. Yeah. So
0: people were out there, they went for it. Kevin yep. Gordon, nice to, Thanks, see, you. to see you. Thanks Good to see you. Senior research, Senior Investment Research Manager at Charles Schwab. Thank you Kevin Gordon.